This is Right From The Deep. I'm Karen Ball. And I'm Aaron Taylor Young. And this is the podcast from writers for writers, answering the question, why am I doing this? <laughs> As writers, editors, and a former literary agent, we're in the deep with you. Bringing interviews, inspiration, and information to encourage, refresh, and equip you to embrace the deep, to find your truest story, your truest message in the deep places. You can get the episode show notes, lots more information and encouragement, and your free audio download, Five Crucial Ways to Safeguard Your Writer's Heart, at writefromthedeep.com. So, guys, here's what's happening at Right From The Deep. Well, first, what's happening is we are so grateful for all our patrons on Patreon. Thank you so much. You guys help make this podcast possible. Thanks especially to our July sponsor of the month, Wendy McDonald. Yay, Yay Wendy. Wendy! You can find out more about her at her website, Wendy L. MacDonald, M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D, WendyLMacDonald.com. And get this, she's also a podcaster. Yay. She produces a short weekly inspirational podcast called Walking with Hope for HopeStreamRadio.com. You can check that out at HopeStreamRadio.com forward slash programs forward slash walking dash with dash hope. Yeah, okay. the dashes are awkward. <laughs> yeah, they are. But check it out and check out her podcast. And you'll find links in the show notes for those. And so one other thing that's happening, y'all, I want to give you the news. Um, we have been living, my family has been living in Oklahoma, and we are moving to Kansas. <laughs> They're going to be in Kansas, Dorothy. <laughs> I know, right? With the twisters. I'm saying, though, um, we used to have all kinds of tornadoes in Oklahoma, so I, I don't really think we're getting away from the tornadoes. But I will tell you this. Um, my husband's job was eliminated because of budget cuts, and that happened a year ago, and it's been a really... Um, difficult year. It's been a year where you sort of surf along in your in your doubt, and yet you know that God's there. Um, so it's been an interesting year, and it's been a I, I want to say fun, but it hasn't been fun. But it's neat to see how God fulfills things, how in His time He brings about a job that we never thought. We thought my husband's teaching career would be over, and it's not. God just resurrected that in His time and in His way. So, yay, we're moving to Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> and now here's the, the show. show. Welcome, writers. We're so excited to have you here with us in the deep. We have a guest. Yes, we do. Yay. <laughs> Yay. And her name is Marilyn Rhodes, and I am going to let Karen tell you guys all about her. I met Marilyn years and years and years ago at one of the Oregon Christian Writers Conferences. We've been writers for a lot of years and, and have both participated in this conference, which is a great conference, and we'll talk some about that. But she's a writer who lives in the Pacific Northwest, the best place in the world to live, and she's <laughs> the president for the 56-year-old Oregon Christian Writers, and they're the ones that hold that conference. And just so you know, that Oregon Christian Writers is a 501c3 organization. And you know what that means? That means you can make donations that go to tuition assistance for the annual OCW conference or to one of their three one-day conferences. Cool. They really believe in giving back to conferences. And she has been a secondary teacher and a reading specialist, an independent bookstore owner, and she's a prolific grant writer. She's also a member of the American Christian Fiction Writers. So Marilyn, welcome. We are so happy to have you here with us. 
Well, thanks. It's wonderful to be with the two of you. So, Marilyn, right off the bat, let's put you on the spot. We always ask people, what does the deep mean to them? And it's different for everybody. We love hearing the answers. So what does the deep mean to you? The deep means laying down your life for Jesus, Mm -hmm. doing whatever it takes to obey, to love others. I love that. (laughs) That's a great answer. (laughs) So... As you're in the deep and doing whatever it takes to obey, um, that makes me think about your service. That makes me think about your service to Oregon Christian Writers. Um, how did you even get started going to Oregon Christian Writers? What, what sort of led you to them and led you to now become the president? Well, I was interested in doing fiction writing, and I love historical romance. and. I spent a number of years doing various things. I had a bookstore. I was a teacher before that. I um, ran a nonprofit, 501c3, here in the city of Eugene for homeless young women under the age of 21. Wow. And I did extensive grant writing, and I'd sit there working with budgets, which had to fly with the IRS. And I'd say, Lord, someday, please, could I write something I enjoy? So, <laughs> He gave me that that desire. He fulfilled it, and um, I had started working for a missionary, and she had a worldwide ministry, and I had helped her write a book, and then I wrote a book for her, um, and we were going great guns, and the Lord said to me, no, you're done. I said, what? He said, no, write. I said, I am writing. I said, write what? He never did tell me. I said, fine, I'll write what I like. <laughs> so I did. I started writing, and I thought, I need some help. I really do need some help, even though I'm an English major. There must be other writers somewhere. And my husband saw a tiny little two-by-two-inch notice in the local paper and said, there's a Christian writing conference being held in Eugene. I think you ought to go. I said, I will. So I did, and I thought, oh, what a sweet little organization with a little <laughs> Mennonite president and her staff and the little treasure who's in her 80s. Oh, how nice they are. And then I heard their budget. I went, whoa, these people are professionals and they mean business. And I had been a teacher and a union rep years ago, so I understood what it took to run an organization like that. So I was very impressed. Hmm. Wow. That is very cool. So what benefit do you think that you've gotten from being involved in that organization? Well, you make a lot of lifetime um, friendships. You know, I'm very close to the people in my critique group. Um, I'm close to the people that I volunteer with because we've been through a lot together. And as you go through challenges together and you have to rely and lean on one another, you value one another more. You learn together. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to us about your volunteering. You're a volunteer as the president of the conference. And, you know, that's that's a rarity nowadays for someone to volunteer and do such a big job. So, so what draws you into being a volunteer? Well, the answer I always give people, ladies, is um, I just made the mistake of volunteering one time too often. <laughs> and the real, answer, the real answer is the selection committee came to me. I said, you have a choice. I said, really? They said, our president is retiring and her position will be open. So you can have one of two positions. And I said, I thought I was done here. I'm thinking I'm in my twilight years. Can I just have some rest? No. (laughs) So they said, you can have either the summer conference director position or you can be president. And Linda was already doing a summer conference director and 
she was one of the selection committee, obviously. And I said, okay, then I guess I'll be president. <laughs> so they put my name up and, you know, we got in. I do have an interesting story of how I got my first job at OCW, if you're interested. Yes. Yes, please. Well, I had only been around for a year and I'd been to all their conferences. And one of the nominating committee was in my critique group and she nominated me. And uh, they didn't want me because I had, uh, I had only been in the organization a year. And some of these people have been in there since Moses was alive so uh, so so they didn't want me I thought great I don't want you I mean you're wonderful but I don't want to volunteer I've been a professional volunteer for years I you know I, I don't want to work that hard so um then the person they had in mind fell apart she decided not to do it and so they asked me again and they said well would you just allow your name to run and I asked uh, my husband and I asked my bible study leader whom I respect greatly and they said, did you pray about it? And I said, no, I don't want to do it. Because so I, <laughs> I know what God's going to say. <laughs> yeah, I know what he's going to say. So I did pray and I said, all right, well, you you know, here's my bio. You can you can run my name on your election. And then my, one of the other critique group members said to me, well, Marilyn, congratulations on being the new program officer. And I said, no, 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 no. I just allowed my name to run. She said, sweetie, they only run one name. <laughs> <laughs> so being naive is not exactly safe. You need to do your homework. Oh, I love that. Well, you do a terrific job. You uh, had me come in and be keynote speaker for one of your one-day conferences. In addition to doing the annual conference, which is a big deal, you guys have three one-day conferences throughout the year. Mm-hmm. That was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Because I only live about three and a half hours south of where the conference was being held and came in. And, you know, the thing that has always impressed me about OCW is just how warm and friendly everybody is there and how open they are to hearing what you have to say. When when I got up on the stage to speak, it's like everybody was just on the edge of their seats. They were there and they were excited and they were involved and ready to hear what God had for them. I just I really enjoy that conference a lot. No, we loved having you. I have a story about you. <laughs> yep. We were there, and there was a glitch and at summer conference. And there's, you know, big conferences. There's always a glitch right. when you get that many people together. And so I, I said to you in passing in the hall, I need a favor. And you stopped and listened to me. And I said, we have a, a new conferee who's heartbroken because she submitted her manuscript, but it didn't get reviewed. I've heard you say before, you spent five minutes her manuscript, would you spend five minutes on this lady so she won't cry? You said, of course. You did it. Oh. So I thought that was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And I remember neat. another yeah. another conference, one of the editors was ill, and he had 19 manuscripts to review. Oh. And he was deathly ill with the flu, and you came up and said, I'll do it. Oh my so God. I think when it comes to laying down your life, Karen, you have really done some wonderful things for OCW. Oh, thank you. Well, I love you guys. I really do. It was interesting for a lot of years. The conference used to be, the summer conference used to be over my birthday. And so um, when I was working at the publishing houses, you guys invited me every year. And I told my husband, I said, you know, I I love this conference, but I'm only going to do it every other year. So at least I have a couple of years of birthday here at home. (laughs) Uh, 
That's wonderful. Yeah, you know, but, I think the cool thing about those conferences, you mentioned Karen as a faculty member, you know, I, uh-huh. I mean, being on both sides, I've been on both sides as well as an attendee and as a faculty member. And I love how the faculty are always pulling for mm-hmm. the conferees, you know, for those for those people out there, writers out there who you know, maybe feel a little bit intimidated by going to a writer's conference. The faculty there are pulling for you. The volunteers are pulling for you. The people who put those conferences together are pulling for you and rooting for you. And and, and we're always there to help, to do good wherever and however that we can, because we're all on the same team. We all want to see God glorified. We want to see words on paper that change lives through God's grace. That's right. That's we're all on the same team, headed for the same direction with the same ultimate destination in mind. Right. Right. And that's one of the blessings of of writing for God is that you're not in it for yourself. You're in it to accomplish his purposes. And only he knows what those purposes are, whether it's publication or whether it's something else. But the beauty of it is when you meet people at a conference, at a writer's conference, and when you establish, like you said, those lifelong friendships, um, you can support each other in the midst of the journey. When things get difficult, you have friends there to lift you up. When things are great, you have people to rejoice with you. you just you can't replace that sense of community right no you can't so having been i'm sure as you have said to many conferences there um, many of the ocw conferences tell us a little bit about what say one day at one of the conferences would look like um maybe the summer conference we the summer conference is coming up right that's in august yeah so in august we Mm -hmm. want to make sure we we'll have a link to that guys in the show notes so um marilyn if you can describe what maybe one day at the summer conference would be like well we do breakfast however you want it which is relaxing you don't have to be downstairs at 8 a.m you can choose when you appear we have <laughs> devotions which i like because i'm a night owl so I yeah me too <laughs> with friends for a long time in the evening we um, our theme is cheetos and chocolates chocolates in my room so <laughs> we actually have someone show up and think that we had chocolate covered cheetos no we don't <laughs> we have cheetos and chocolate and we always bring extra food and my roommate is Julie Zander, we do the cascade contest together, so uh, we're war veterans. Yeah, you know, we we have to work very closely together on that one. So yeah, then you so we get up and do your breakfast and however you want it. You can go sit at the restaurant and look at the river, which is fabulous. The mm-hmm. location is incredible. Or you can have room service. Or we usually just bring a muffin and some. You have, you have coffee or tea or whatever, and then we go downstairs and we have devotions and um, the morning worship, and that's fabulous. And it's a wonderful way to start the day. And this year, Bob Hotzettler is going to give our little devotional messages no, every morning. Great. And then we, he's funny. I know he's wonderful. And then we go to our coaching class, and I'm going to go to Stephen James this year. So that'll be written. By the way, he's doing the early bird of the day first day of the conference Very so we go to our coaching coaching class whatever you choose i think there's 13 different ones and nice seven hours total and then we get out for lunch and ocw still does the name tags on the table so you can sit with an agent or an editor or whomever you choose to sit with we nice. also do something wonderful for new people and i'm kind of in charge of the newbies um we have special tables for them so oh. if they want to get together and network and pass out cards and 
and be there together, they can do that. And I always have special people situated to those tables to give them great advice. And sometimes it's a shortcut, you know, if they, if they wanted to see a Karen ball or an <laughs> but they're, you know, they're trying to publish um, a cookbook that might not be in their best interest. Right, so we'll try right. to put them with the right person and really kind of shortcut what's happening with their, um, with their conference objectives. So we do that. And then in the afternoon, there's two workshops you can choose from about 24. And then we usually have a panel about five o'clock, an agent's panel, magazine editors, book editors, something current that's going on. And then we break for dinner and the bookstore is always going on. The prayer room is always going on. And then on day two, the writing center appointments go on where you can actually meet with an editor or an agent for 15 minutes each. Or we have something different, which which are mentor appointments, and those are half an hour. So, for example, I hope to get our mentor appointment with Brian Bird, the screenwriter. Uh And Right. Yeah. So there are all sorts of things to do. And then after dinner, we start night owls, and those usually go till 10 o'clock at night. And then when you're through, you can socialize, do your homework, or, you know, read the notebook and find out what's going on for the next day. <laughs> the wise person doesn't do everything. I usually do everything. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there are poetry readings. You know, we um, had Frank Peretti come, and he um, brought his guitar, and they did a jam session down Aww. downstairs. So there's all sorts of breakout points. I think Thomas Umstead is doing... Um, podcasting and there'll be a critique group uh, one night and all sorts of things. And then we have the big Cascade Contest Awards and then that's done by James Rubart and Susan May Warren and they're awesome. It's very, very funny. And Susan May Warren wrote the script last year and my name is Marilyn. So they did the Sherlock uh, or no, they did the um, James Bond thing and they call (laughs) me M and my partner. So they're very funny. <laughs> they're hysterical when they get wound up together. So um, that's very that's a very fun night with dessert afterwards. And then we close the conference on Thursday morning, a half a day. We go to our coaching classes, and then we come in and we take communion together, which is a very sweet, touching, moving time. But we're bonding together, and we won't see one another. Some of us for a whole year because I believe we have people coming from 24 states and two countries. Wow. Wow. So, wow. That's two different countries. I yeah. love the way you describe this, Marilyn, because it's so clear that it's it's a joy and it's a passion yeah. of your heart and it's it's just that's one of the reasons Karen and I have been wanting to talk about writing conferences to help people know what a beautiful thing these are and how beneficial they are. So I love the way you've described it. It's like a big party where you get to learn stuff and praise God. You know? Yeah, that's exactly that's what it is. We try not to tell our husbands that, but that's what it is. <laughs> and, and we get more and more men, by the way, every year, which is great. That's they cool. certainly, um, you know, they, for many years that wasn't the issue, but now we're getting more and more men interested, and lots of pastors are in that audience. And we have Aaron Dewar from Rolling Hills Church, who's their music director, and he comes and directs our music for the evening sessions. And it is over the moon. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you, it is fantastic. The spiritual depth and quality is something that many people don't have at home. So we always get people remark on that on evaluations. 
Right, and I think for people who don't have the support at home necessarily, this is also another good shot in the arm because not everybody does feel like they're, you know, they're getting support and understanding from their friends and neighbors and all of that. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned, I want to cut back to um, the Cascade Writing Contest that you mentioned. Can you tell us Mm -hmm. briefly just a little bit about that? Oh, my goodness. That's something that happens every year. It opens on Valentine's Day and closes March 31st. And people can enter in whatever category they choose. I do think we have 22 categories. I'm not, I think 22, 23. Depends on if a category is thin, then sometimes we'll put middle grade books in with, you know, a a young adult or something that's Uh more suitable. But but I think there are 22 this year, and I do publish, and my partner, Julie Zander, does unpublished. So we have something for everyone. And then we ask our members to, um, you know, put their hand to the plow and do some heavy sacrificing and, <laughs> and judge all these things. And so we have preliminary rounds, and I go to a mid-sized church, and they're getting to the point where they call it Maryland's Book Club, because people, <laughs> <laughs> if you're there and you're breathing and you're, you're a, a competent <laughs> human being, you are automatically judging. So we get some wonder, wonderful reactions, and then... In the uh, final round, we have professionals do the judging. They judge three finalists. Jane Kirkpatrick was a judge this year, and Jim Hill, and we have excuse me, a number of notable people judging. Wow, great. Well, that's terrific. Yeah, So, and then we do two trophies beyond that, generally, too. We do a writer of promise where we're looking around to find somebody whom we think has a wonderful future ahead of them, and Karen Barnett was one, and Camille Idy, and... Wow. Um, April McGowan, and we have a number of people. And then we do the Trailblazer Award. Excuse me, people who have been there and have given and given from their heart to help and empower other writers. And one of them has been Leslie Gould. Oh, Ellie yes. Dobson. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Judy Gann. So we have people who are a powerhouse. Sally Stewart, who did the Christian Writers yes, Marketing Guide Sally, for 27 wonderful. years. Right. Yeah. So OCW has birthed some powerful people in the past. And I've heard Lorraine Snelling say that more than one time. Yeah. She came out of OCW. Wonderful. So, Well, Marilyn, thank you so uh, much for sharing your excitement and enthusiasm. And it's so clear that the organization, Oregon Christian Writers, and their annual conference and the one-day conferences, they are all focused on serving God and helping writers to do that same thing. And I'm just so grateful for the conference and for all that you've done for them and and for sharing about them uh, with our, our listeners today. Um, for those of you who are listening, you can check out more about both the organization and the conference at OregonChristianWriters.org, OregonChristianWriters.org. And you can find out more about Marilyn on her website at Marilyn Rhodes, and that's Marilyn, spelled the typical way, and then R-H-O-A-D-S dot com. So Marilyn, again, thank you so much for coming, and here's to another great conference this year. Thanks, ladies. Yes, thank you. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us today. We hope you found it helpful. And if you know someone else who needs this podcast, please share it. You can find backlist episodes and lots more resources at our website, writefromthedeep.com. Yep, we'd love to connect with you guys there. So until next time, embrace the deep. Your writing and your life will never be the same. Amen. Amen. Amen.